thrill of any good game is through the art of puzzle solving. And with factors that are constantly changing against an opponent, the more satisfying it feels once the problem has been solved. On today's episode, I reviewed a game that's a remake of one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games of all time. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews in all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Christian Ong, and today I'm still talking to you as I'm traveling in Japan. So right now, I'm recording this in the past, but also in the past, I with with all the wedding stuff that's coming up, I'm, I'm joined in the studio by none other than my sister, who's visiting in town for my wedding. Meg, welcome to the, the show. Thank you, thank you. Hi, Kira. Yeah, Meg. Um, so uh, I'm glad to have you here. What's it like being back home? Good. There's a lot of cleaning to do. A lot of cleaning to do. Uh, are, are, do you feel stressed about the wedding? Absolutely not. I'm just enjoying seeing you be stressed. You're Wow. Wow. But, um, I mean, you know, like, how would you say my composure has been lately? Has it been pretty okay? It's been, like, eerily calm. Eerily calm. That's because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, breaking down in the inside. <laughs> but um, Meg, thank you so much for joining us uh, uh, today on this po- uh, on this episode. Just because you know, like, I know that you have been a big uh, Switch n- n- Nintendo Switch fan, uh, just as I have, and it's definitely gotten you through the pandemic. Meg, tell the folks at home what games you've been playing. I really like unpacking. It's like a like you unpack the boxes throughout this like young woman's life like through different stages and then animal crossing is my favorite and then i want to try a little bit to the left what's a little bit to the left it's also like the same thing as unpacking but you have to like figure out like these puzzles where you like kind of shift them to like the right positions to unlock the next stages so you like um so i'm guessing you like more of puzzle games or what, yeah. what kind of games do you typically, like, gravitate towards? Mini games. Mini games. So something short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, uh, does unpack... So unpacking has a story? A little bit. It, like, it doesn't really tell you what's going on. You have to, like, figure it out yourself. Like, the first box series is, like, when she was, like, a little girl when they're moving into their house. And then the second one is, I think, her college dorm. Then the third one is, like, her apartment with her boyfriend. And the third one, or the fourth one, is like a breakup apartment, and then the fifth one is like, like it goes on like that. Oh, okay. So, like, is there uh, a specific uh, through line through all of your games? Because Animal Crossing is completely different from what Unpacking sounds like, and then a little bit to the left or something like that. Like, you know, it, it, do you go by like, oh, if if the game has more of a cute aesthetic? Or... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's kind of yeah, more of your yeah. speed. Like I'm I'm into cozy. Into cozy games? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm like that too nowadays. I think as I'm getting older, like, I, I just don't have time to play these longer story games. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, kind of... I'm, I'm like you. I, I like these uh, cheaper indie games that I could just yeah. dive into. Oh, yeah. The yeah. indie games are my favorite. Yeah. Well, Meg, thanks uh, for joining. Uh, do you, like, well, did you... Uh, did you play a lot of games when we were kids? I don't really remember you playing a lot of games on your own. I, would, I remember making you watch me play video games or you, uh, like making you play Smash Brothers with me when we were kids. I really like the mini games in the stadium Pokemon. Oh, the Pokemon Stadium? Mm-hmm. You know that they um, re-released it, right? Like kind of as like a Nintendo Online sort of thing? 
on the switch on the switch yeah i tried downloading it i don't think i did it right yeah i don't think i did it right either but you know uh maybe one of these days if we could figure it out we could play it online with each other have you tried the happy island happy island was that oh for animal crossing Crossing? no i haven't tried that is that pretty fun i'm pretty addicted to it okay do you like have you kept up with animal crossing since you know the hype of the pandemic yeah Mm -hmm. so you got all the like sanrio stuff yeah yeah yeah. i have all sanrio stuff all of mario oh that's cool oh man all like all the the cards you know oh the amiibos you have the amiibos i have all those like like what does the amiibos do because i remember getting the cards but never actually using it well for happy island if you want to like design a house for a specific character like the bug guy Mm -hmm. then you can like invite him to the island and then you can design his place oh cool like do you get like special furniture or you're just it's just more of designing their stuff designing their stuff okay well Thanks, Meg, for joining. Uh, We have a great episode for y'all today. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking all about the new Nintendo Switch game, Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, which was released on April 21st, 2023 and developed by WayForward. Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp is a remake of the original Advance War games, which uh, had launched on the Game Boy Advance back in 2001 and 2003. Meg, do you remember what what, what you're doing in 2001 and 2003? I was in first grade and third grade. Oh, man. I, I was definitely a little older than that. But these games allow you to control their military units on a turn-based uh, strategy grid. If you've played anything like, you know, um, Fire Emblem or anything like that, it's pretty much of the same speed. For those who are uninitiated to the mechanics of Advance Wars' gameplay, the series was originally created by Intelligent Systems, who also developed the far more popular Fire Emblem franchise, with many elements of its core gameplay loop crossing over between the two. Now with WayForward handling the series' remakes, both Advance War games are presented for newcomers and longtime fans alike, as its core missions in its main campaign are brought to life with new 3D graphics and an almost toy-like display. While this art direction was perhaps chosen to further separate itself from the grim brutality of its militaristic subject material, the animation of Advance War's combat is still rendered excellently. Spread across both games are a good variety of different maps and scenarios to complete, many uh, of which consist of conquering the opponent's main headquarters while also capturing other buildings that give them important resources such as bases, seaports, or airports, which all produce additional units for reinforcement. This may eventually become a bit one note after a while, but its normal difficulty provides enough of a challenge where deciding where to carefully set up your units while also protecting your resources is a crucial component that can turn the tide of the battle. As such, it can be incredibly satisfying when a campaign is completed, and with access to a variety of different commanding officers' CO powers, it can further add an additional layer of strategy as these powers often boost your uh, units in a variety of different ways. Whether you choose to play as Andy, where you can use his power to heal your units, or Max's ability to increase the attack power of your troops, for example, choosing when to use these powers at the right time can create an opening through an opponent's defense. Outside of both games' main uh, campaigns is the map design and versus modes, uh, which all allow players uh, to, as the name suggests, create their own maps and play against friends on pre-made maps or one of their own making. For uh, people that love to dabble in a bit of their creativity, the map design mode is straightforward enough to allow one to create a map that can be as complex as they need it to be or as insane as possible by filling it with, uh, you know, 
a number of maximum units that you can have on the board while also building on the largest maps possible. Well, uh, when testing my uh, my own absurd maps against the computer, I had a ton of fun adjusting the fairness of each map uh, while also uh, setting basic win conditions where a single game can take more than an hour to complete purely based on how difficult it can be to deplete the opponents of their units or conquer their headquarters since my custom maps had an overwhelming number of units on both sides. Your mileage may vary for uh, uh, players that are just getting into Advanced Wars, or perhaps you might have crossed over from playing something like Fire Emblem, but Reboot Camp still offers a lot of uh, fun for those looking for a solid strategy game that also updates the original titles in a way that feels modern for the current era, and I'm going to have to give this uh, title an 8 out of 10, and you can play this exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and when we uh, dive back into things, we'll go ahead and take a step into some things that I'm currently into. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today on our program, we talked all about Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, and I'm going to go ahead and dive into some things that I'm currently into, and Meg, you kick it off first. What, what, what shows are you keeping up with lately? I'm really into Shadow and Bone and Bridgerton, Queen Charlotte. Um, I mean, can you tell me about both shows? Like, wh- what do you like about uh, Shadow and Bone? Let's let's talk about Shadow and Bone first. So it's based off of these book series. Um, it's kind of like fantasies, which I'm not usually really into, but it follows like this girl who finds out she's like a Grisha. It's like kind of like a witch, and then she's like able to like break the fold that's like separating the country into two parts, and it's like a, it's really good. Okay. And uh, how many seasons are there? Two right now, and the actors are really good looking. Is that why you're? Is that why you're mainly gravitated towards that show? Absolutely. So it's just it, you're mo. Is that how you watch all of your shows? You just you're motivated by like how attractive the cast is. No, I. Well, because I wanted to read read the book, and then when I saw the actors, I'm like, yeah, I can I can stay watching this. Okay, and. Uh, Bridgerton, like so, oh. so Queen Charlotte. You're. I remember we talked about this before. That's a prequel to Bridgerton, right? Mm-hmm. Is it just as good as Bridgerton, or do you think you like this new show better? I think I kind of like it better. I kind of like Why? how they set up like Queen Charlotte, and like they kind of show like why the older ladies are the way they are in the main Bridgerton plotline, like the um. Lady Danbury, she's, like, very, like, controversial, and she's, like, kind of, like, she's, like, in love with being in love, but she's not in love herself, like, with, like, another man or another partner. So, are they going to continue the main series of Bridgerton, or is it already done? No, no, no. They have, like, I think they have five more books they have to make movies out of. And so, uh, Queen Charlotte, is it, is there a book, uh, series for Queen Charlotte itself, or is it a wholly original show that they made for the series just to kind of give some context for the characters i'm not sure i think i think there may be a book on her okay and so queen charlotte she's she is a main character in bridgerton yeah she's the one who finds the diamond of the season okay so that's good like she picks out the girl like who like stands out among everyone else Mm -hmm. well what kind of shows would you say that you you like the most you like those like um teen dramas do you like you know more young adult mysteries or like kind of like what 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 genre do you tend to fall like easily prey to i like crime shows even though none of these 
Or, or crime shows, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I really like crime series, especially like, um, like Law and Order, uh, Criminal Minds, CSI, and all that stuff. But I really do enjoy like a little bit of fantasies series sometimes if they do it right. Okay, but do you go like full fantasy, kind of like Game of Thrones, or do you just like you don't do any of that? You, no. you like you just kind of like the more lighter, like modern day fantasies. Yeah, I like okay. Richardson because they like. Even the fashion's a little bit more modern, and then even the music's like kind of modern, but just with like a classical twist. Cool. Um, you know, some shows that I've been really into that I think the audience should check out. Uh, on, first up on my list, we have Upload, which is a, a show on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime. So uh, Upload is created by Greg Daniels, who also created The Office and Parks and Rec. But I think Upload is completely different from... Uh, any of those two shows in the sense that it kind of has a Black Mirror, you know, vibe to it. And you like Black Mirror, right? Mm-hmm. I love Black yeah. Uh, and so I, I think this is a, a interesting show that has a really good uh, comedic backbone, but it also has a really good mystery at its heart. Uh, and I think you would like it, too. Um, do you know who uh, Stephen Amell is? He played uh, Oliver Queen in um, oh, Arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. So this show stars Robbie Amell, his brother. Mm. And uh, basically the whole premise of the show is that in the future, you can when, when you die, you can upload your consciousness onto this um, like server and everyone can kind of like still communicate with you and you can communicate back with them. And so basically it allows you to live forever. But uh, Robbie Amell's character dies in the first episode and uh, you kind of find out that maybe he might have been murdered. And so there's like a nice, interesting mystery that's oh. set up there. So that's a pretty good show. Kind of, It is kind of like Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of elements. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, it is like Black Mirror. Which is also, Black Mirror is coming back for a sixth season, oh, I think, later on this month as well. And so uh, up next on my list, we have Big Door Prize, which is a show on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, this is kind of a, a, this is a comedy drama. I would say that... Uh, I've only watched maybe like the first two episodes and I don't really know if it's for me to be honest mm-hmm. just because I don't think that the comedy is really like it's not really like landing with me and um, I think the premise itself is pretty interesting but the way it's executed I don't know if I'm actually interested in this show uh, I know a lot of uh, people have been like hyping this up and they've been saying it's uh, been one of their favorite shows of the year but I don't know yeah so uh, I think maybe this might be a skip but finally on my uh, currently list, we have the final season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh. Yeah. Have you watched Mrs. Maisel before, Meg? I watched the first two seasons. Get closer to Oh, me. I watched the first two seasons. The first two seasons. Did you like the first two seasons? Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I keep forgetting that, like, this show is on. So whenever people are, are saying, oh, I love this new season, it just reminds me to watch it again. So uh, I, I, I love the show a lot, but there's so much things to watch that I keep forgetting that I have access to Amazon Prime stuff. But um, yeah, Mrs. Maisel is pretty much on point with its last season. I think that the, you know, the writing is just as sharp as it's always been. But uh, at the same time, uh, it, it does take a little bit of some, you know, uh, artistic leeway by... Uh, implementing like a time skip which I'm not entirely sure I 100% enjoy time skips at this point you know like when when I've been watching shows like Lost or whatever it is kind of jarring to see you know the show jump several years ahead of time in order to you know kind of um 
make a compelling storyline for its characters. But at the same time, uh, it, it could be an interesting plot device that can be used to uh, help expand where Mrs. Maisel is going to go by the end of the season. I just don't know if, uh, if I 100% agree or enjoy it, but we'll see. Maybe I'll do a full review of the show once it's uh, finally completed. And that's our episode for today, y'all. Uh, I just want to thank Meg for coming on to the show. And, uh, it, you know, if you want to share your thoughts on today's podcast episode or maybe you want to discuss all things Advanced Wars or your favorite Switch games, pretty much anything that we've talked about uh, uh, on you know, these past 102 episodes. So just like let me know and uh, reach out to me on Instagram at That's My Q Podcast, on Twitter at Q Podcast. You can also email the show at That's My Q Podcast at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts and give a nice five-star rating on Spotify if you enjoyed today's episode. All of this helps boost attention for the show as, maybe, as well as maybe sharing an episode with a friend. You know, if you leave an, uh, like a, a review on Apple Podcasts, just say like, man, you should really bring your sister onto the show more often. I like what she has to say about Bridgerton. If you say that, I'll know that you listen to this specific episode, and I'm sure Meg will really appreciate that to hear that too. Yes, but, yes. I, I will come back and talk about Queen Charlotte anytime, any day. Perfect. Uh, I want to thank J1K for the use of their music Captured Soul from the School Days B-Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Meg, can you say thank, thank you uh, to J1K? Thank you, J1K. Perfect. Um, next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about an Amazon Prime show, or is it a freebie show? Anyways, it's one of my new favorite comedies of the year, and I'm going to be, uh, well, I guess it's a spoiler about the next week's review, but we'll, we'll dive all about it as we talk about Freebie's jury duty. As always, i got to leave you off with a quote, and yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just going to make a lot of war sounds here because Advanced Wars isn't really like the most quotable game, but okay, here we go. Get down! Get down, Meg! Ah! Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong, and... That's my cue.